0: guys, welcome back to another Pillow Talk episode, it's your girl Um mm-hmm. uh, hopefully you guys know it's me by now, but of course I'll definitely introduce myself in every episode in case you forget, but yes I'm back with another episode, I wanted to come on here and you know of course have Pillow Talk, have conversation, um, but definitely share a word that's Well, specifically for me, and I don't know, I think I'm going through a season where God is revealing to me things he's trying to teach me about myself. And then he gives me the okay to go ahead and share that word with you guys. You know, I always make sure to pray and seek him first before I try to preach or say anything to you guys. Because I want to make sure I say everything in love. Make sure I do everything in love. And that you guys are able to receive well what I'm preaching, but also make sure that I am biblically answering the call and doing it the way God wants me to do it. Um, so, Father God, I just thank you. Um, I thank you for today. I thank you for this word you placed within my spirit. I thank you, God, that you teach me. I thank you, God, that you father me and that you love me and discipline me. To show me the way To show me the ways of, of wisdom And being able to walk in discernment And being able to live a life That leads to well-being and prosperity, Father God I pray that this word that you've given me The ability to share through this podcast Will be able to pierce and touch the hearts of my listeners Well, of your listeners That um, you use me as a vessel, Father God but that this message will be able to touch the listeners of this podcast and that they will be able to receive it and really ponder and and reflect on the word that you have given to them and that they will also apply this word in their heart and be able to walk out what it is that they've learned and received from this word. So, Father God, I want to also be able to speak in a relatable way i want people to be able to receive the word in a way that doesn't come off harsh or condemning or you know that i know it all because i don't and i'm always going to be a student of your word i'm always going to be learning from you and through other people father god so i pray that this word is received well again i want it to be all of you and none of me i pray I decrease and that the holy spirit within me increases and that this word will get across Jesus name I pray amen amen Um, so I don't really have any church announcements right now I just kind of want to get into it because I don't want my podcast to be too long but I also want to make sure that I am explaining myself well and articulate myself in a way that you guys are able to understand and receive but who father God ah, chat this word Um, so as I was studying I'm studying Luke right now I've been trying to get through the New Testament So right now I'm in Luke And Specifically in chapter 6 Verse 40 This scripture states The student is not above the teacher But everyone who is fully trained Will be like their teacher And so Reading that scripture Made me really think about Who is my teacher Um Um And that's a good question to ask because we think that a teacher has to be a specific man or a woman in a higher position teaching a particular subject. But a teacher doesn't necessarily have to be that. It could also be what you are subscribed to, what you are taking notes from, and what you are receiving nuggets and wisdom from. It could be through culture. It could be through social media. It could even be through your group of friends. And you have to be really careful who you look to as a teacher, as someone that is guiding you, as someone that is even indirectly showing you the way. If they're not specifically and directly telling you go this way, but because of their behavior and because of their lifestyle and because that there is something in you that is attracted to that, that may not even be God, what God's way or it's godly. You, in a way, follow that way, if that makes sense, right? So I really had to question myself. Who is my teacher? Is God my teacher? Or is social media my teacher? And granted, social media is not bad. I really do believe social media is a tool. I I feel like it's such a great advancement in this time and it could be used to your benefit. But there are some things that you really have to be careful that you follow on social media. We have so many social media speakers and teachers and advisors. And people are just sharing their opinions and thoughts all over the place. And sometimes it's not biblical. Sometimes it's not godly. And depending on the day that you happen to get on social media, you could be in a bad mood or you could be going through something. And you see a tweet that is not per se godly or biblical, but because it is something that you relate to because of the mood that you're in, you start to follow that tweet or you start to follow that post and you start to go in the way of that post. That, in a sense, can be considered a a teacher, your teacher. Um, And I just want to make it clear that um, everything that I speak about is something that God is teaching me or something that I'm going through. I will never, ever speak out of ignorance. And so I want to make sure that Everything I say, you guys are receiving it. Um, Not that I'm above or higher than you, or i have passed this level. I'm learning this with you guys. I really want this space to be a space where you feel that, you know, you're not alone, that, oh, okay, well, Chi and Maka, she's experiencing this, or she's going through this. So, you know, we're in this together, y'all. So I just wanted to throw that out there. But who is your teacher? Like that's real talk, who is your teacher? And for a long time, I didn't even realize that a lot of the things that were around me was kind of considered my teacher. I would see, for example, the girls that I used to hang around with or the people that I would surround myself around with, um, most, most times than not, they weren't really following God. They weren't really following the spirit and being led by him. And because i didn't have a sense of identity for myself at that time i would just kind of look to them and do what they would do i would do things that i know did not represent god and his kingdom i would do things that did not look like what a woman of god would represent god as i would do things that grieve the holy spirit and in essence will stunt my growth will stunt the the level of maturity that i was supposed to rise up to and it was frustrating because i desired to grow i desired to to grow more wise and to grow more more intelligent and more uh knowledgeable of life of the word specifically of god and even of myself but because i was allowing broken people to be my teacher, I was allowing allowing culture to be my teacher, I was allowing social media to be my teacher, I started to have a loose identity, I started to have an identity that didn't even um, match to what God had called me to be. And then of course, the actions and the behavior that I would model would just be um, disastrous. You know, I would expect one thing, but because of my actions, it, it wouldn't result in what I desired deep down. It wouldn't result in the godly, spiritual, you know, the holiness that I desired for within myself. And I realized that I was subscribed and consuming the wrong content. I was a student of things that did not benefit me. I was a student of things that did not mature me. I was a student of things that didn't level me up and take me to a place of growth and reaching my highest self in God. I wanna make sure that in this walk that I'm doing with God that everything that I'm consuming, everything that I'm studying is strictly God. I don't have time for no foolishness. I don't have time to be out here subscribing to love and hip hop and seeing all this violence. I've seen that in my in my in my household. You know, not trying to put my family out there, but this is real. Because I've seen that in my household, the fighting and the arguing the arguing and the lack of love. I was indirectly, and in essence, a student of that. I was learning from my parents and how they treated each other. And I was learning from my dad and how he treated us. And subconsciously, you pick up those habits. You become a student. He, my dad my parents were the teachers of our household. And a lot of things they did were were broken. And I'm now spending my whole life, which that's not an issue, you know, because we all have our issues that we have to deal with. But I'm going to have to spend my whole life having to break that. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and cancel that. I don't have to spend my whole life because I can go ahead and claim the victory over the brokenness. I am victorious. I am healed and I'm whole. So I just wanted to put that out there because I don't want you guys to think that, you know, I'm forever going to be how my dad is or how you know the 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 issues that my parents resembled but yes you know this is a fight we do live in a broken world so there are things that we will for the rest of our lives have to fight but you always have to claim the victory you always have to claim that you're healed and you're whole so that's another side note but yeah so I want to make sure that you guys understand what I'm saying when it comes to who is your teacher um As I was saying, I did write some stuff down. I kind of want to read this to you. So I said, who, so I wrote the scripture and then I said, who is your teacher? Is it God or is it social media? Is it Jesus or is it culture? Is it the Holy Spirit or is it other broken people? And I want to pause right there because, and I spoke a little bit about broken people, but this used to really be my struggle. People that I saw were more popular or had more friends or just had a certain type of lifestyle that I wanted, I would look up to them as my teacher without seeking God and asking, is this somebody I should be looking up to? Is this someone that follows you? Is this someone that is a student of your word? Is this someone that leads a holy lifestyle? Is this someone that I can consider a woman of God? Is this someone that I can see God in them before I see anything else in them? But no, I never did that. I saw the popularity they had. I saw the money they had i saw the social lifestyle they had i even seen you know the wisdom that they would portray and not saying that their wisdom was false but you know when you have a certain type of status you are attracted to you want to do the things that they're doing and you start trying to pick up on their habits but it's like god is that what you're calling me to do or do you want me to be a student of you and your word You know, back to my previous podcast, I feel like this totally relates to what I'm talking about. The whole hot girl summer trend and the whole hot girl summer city girl, you know, summer vibe that was happening. And it's still definitely a thing. A lot of people look up to that. A lot of people look up to Megan and I don't know the two girls names, a part of the city girls, but they look to them and. But people look to Megan and be like, oh, you know, I like what she's doing. You know, she got this type of um, response from her hot girl summer vibe thing that she got going on. I'm going to be like that, too. And then that's who you become. We walk in pride in that. And I think that's just such a broken place to be. That's such a low level to be in. This is not me judging, okay? I don't want y'all to think I'm out here trying to judge nobody. But this is me speaking to me, like. Why, what, what, what in you is attracted to that? Like, why are you, why, why do you decide to become a student of the hot girl vibe? What, what about that is attracted to you that makes you want to do that? When there are things that God has caused you to do and caused you to amount to that surpasses beyond that hot girl summer vibe, you really have to sit with yourself and ask yourself, what in me? That is still broken. That is attracted to the sleep with whoever you want to, you know, it's um, a self-love. I'm going to do whatever I want. What you mean? What does that mean? For me, I also would feel like my opinions or what I believe God was speaking to me didn't really hold much weight like what other people would say on social media. And so instead of acknowledging and obeying God's word, I would go to other people and their foolishness and just receive their brokenness and their toxic tweets. I will receive that and it's masked. You don't even see the brokenness in it, but because it has such a cool vernacular way of being said, You take that and you start using that as something that you walk in. You think it's wisdom. You think it's knowledgeable. But you have to be careful in that because you don't know who spirits. You don't know what type of spirit is behind that. You don't know what you are receiving with that. Social media will tell you one thing. But the word tells you the, the only thing that you need to follow. Social media and culture will tell you one thing. But God is going to tell you another thing, and that's the only thing you really should follow. Social media may tell you to, you know, oh, you know, test drive the car before you buy it. But God tells you to honor your body. God tells you that your body is a temple and that you should save your body for your husband. The world will tell you to secure the bag. And yes, you know, of course, be about your business. But In a holy way, in a sanctified way, there's a way that you have to do certain things. You can't just be out here following what the world says. Don't let the world be your teacher. Let God be your teacher. Who is your teacher? Who are you studying from? Are you studying from love and hip-hop on how to do relationships? Because that is going to be a fast track straight to hell. Who are you studying from? Who are you learning and gaining wisdom and insight from? From who are you obtaining knowledge from? Who are you allowing to teach you the ways you should go? There are some people that are in your circle of friends or people maybe that you are admired by. But their lifestyle does not represent a godly lifestyle. And you don't want to be following their ways and be... And end up in a trap. Who is your teacher? It's time that we are students of the word. And this is me speaking to me because um, a while ago, maybe about a year ago, I, I just was not really in my word the way I would have liked to have been. I would talk to people about Jesus. I would speak about God. I would even tweet about it. But I wasn't a student of my word. I was still allowing my flesh to lead me. I was still allowing things outside of God to kind of mold me and guide me. And I definitely reaped the consequences of that. I wasn't, I, I didn't have a firm foundation. I wasn't deeply rooted in the Lord. And when things would come my way, I was easily shaken. So Luke chapter six, um, let me see if I can actually get to it in my Bible. That is so perfect I love it I love how God works I love how God works Y'all give me a second as I find it Okay chapter 6 of Luke Verse 46 through 49 It says Why do you call me Lord, Lord And you do not do what I say I'm sorry I just have to emphasize that Why do we call God Lord, Lord But we don't do what he say Why do we do that we be asking for the hand of God left and right. God bless my house. Bless my bank account. Bless this. Bless that. But then when God commands you, okay, get out that relationship. Stop having sex. Go forgive your brother. We don't want to do that. Because the world will tell you, man, cut them off. The world will tell you, don't worry about hood. Like, keep it moving. The world will tell you, if all your enemies. What? The Bible says to love your enemies. The Bible says to forgive your brother. The Bible says to consecrate your body, that your body is a temple. Why don't we do what the word says? But anyways, let me continue, y'all, because I, I can preach on that. <laughs> That's a how another podcast. What it says, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? As for everyone who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice, I will show you what they are like. Not just hearing the word, but putting the word into practice. And I believe this is what a student of the word is, right? They are like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. When a flood came, the turret struck the house, but could not shake it because it was well built. But the one who hears my words, what? And does not put them into practice is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. The tor- the I'm sorry, the moment the current struck the house, it collapsed and it and its destruction was complete. And this is who I was a year ago. I would hear the word, I would go to church, you know, I would listen to sermons, but I wasn't actually being a student. I wasn't taking my Bible. I wasn't opening that mug up and really highlighting it and having the word hidden in my heart having allowing God to write his word in my heart and then actually applying the word and living out the word and being a doer of the word, I wasn't doing none of that. And I became and I I, and I didn't have no foundation. I was not deeply rooted in the word. And boom, when the storms came, it hit me and I was shook. I was shaken. I, I I had no foundation. I was destroyed this is facts y'all this is real talk i know this is kind of heavy but i want to just be as real as i can and so the whole foundation conversation that's another that's another conversation for another day because i have a lot to say on that i want to carry back on to um being students of the word we have to really study this word y'all because god is trying to teach us so many things that if we would just obey and listen and really study his word and actually apply the word we can be very prosperous we can really actually live the life that he called us to live. we can really live our best life i know that's another thing people like to go around and say i'm living my best life but are you really like real talk are you really living your best life you actually getting drunk every weekend spend all your money on weed and spend all your money <laughs> on vacation that you know you can't afford Talking about you living your best life. Let's be real. Let's be real. Have you cracked open your Bible to see what God has to say to you? Have you taken time to sit in the stillness of the presence of God to hear from the Lord and see what he has for your day? God may want to plant a business idea in you. God may want to tell you that you need to start writing your book. God may be telling you to start building that ministry up. God may be telling you that I just want you to seek me and learn more about me. God may be trying to call you to do so many different things that will be prosperous for you. But because you're not you're not being a student of the word and you're not taking heed to his call, what do you expect? You can't you can't expect to live a prosperous life if you're not doing what the word says to do to be prosperous. But you can only be there if you're a student of the word. You have to be careful who you are receiving wisdom from listen even from the wisest folk you can be led astray you got to be careful who you're receiving words from who you're who you're being a student to who you're allowing i'm gonna just let me be real i'm gonna just be real for me growing up i like being the girl with the attitude i like being the girl that you know you can't talk to me you had to come with me with some type of respect you know i like to be that girl that um kind of came off a little intimidating. And look, this is just me being real, you know, because nobody's gonna admit to it. Nobody wants to admit to it, but this is real. I want it to be that that B, okay? I want it to be that person that people looked at and be like, oh, I don't want to mess with her. But where did I learn that? Where did I learn that from? Oh, I learned that from TV. I learned that from the environment I was around. I learned that from social media. I learned that from culture, and it's cool to be that tough girl that's out here trying to fight folk. And you know, she got an attitude and a stink face. And for what? For what? what did, okay, so tell me what that gained. What did that gain for me? I lost friends. People didn't want to be around me. People really did not have any respect for me because they were like, okay, well, she's not even somebody I want to be around. What did that really gain for me? I didn't gain nothing but more pain, more anger, more frustration, and being a student of God's word is so important because it teaches you things that you should do in order to gain <laughs> what you need to gain, which is love, joy, peace, prosperity. I really hurt myself in the end, learning that type of behavior and then implementing that behavior, applying that behavior in my life, that did not take me nowhere. To be a student of God's word is to really study the word so you can learn how to be like Christ. That's the goal. It's to be like Christ. And Christ was what? He was loving. He was kind. He had joy. He was peaceful. He was faithful. He was gentle. He was patient. He was good. He invited the fruit of the spirit. And that's what God wants us to be like, is to embody the fruit of the spirit, is to look like Christ. And the only way we're able to look like Christ, the only way we're going to be able to embody the fruit of the spirit, and in order to walk the ways of the righteous and obtain the lifestyle of abundance, dominance, and prosperity, is to be a student of God's word, period. You can't get upset where you're at if you're not following the ways of the Lord period I know that sounds harsh but this is real you can't be out here doing whatever you want being a a student of every single person but God and then wondering why your life is in chaos the only person you really should be receiving wisdom from is God and the people that God has appointed to you in your life to be like mentors or other teachers Other than that, you really gotta be discerned. Uh, You really gotta have discernment in who is pouring into your life and who you're receiving content from. That's that. So, my goal with this is really for women to become their best selves. It's for women to really just fully step into everything God has for them. To really fully step into the full call that God has called them into. And to be able to receive everything attached to their obedience, that's really my goal. And so I hope that me sharing what God has been teaching me and what I'm subscribed to, what I'm allowing to be my teacher, what I'm allowing to guide me will also be a benefit to you guys in order to really... Take a look and examine your life to see who is pouring into you, who you're allowing to teach you and guide you, either directly or indirectly. You got to be really careful with the indirect teachers as well, because you will be receiving stuff that you didn't even really realize was the enemy. My prayer for you, women, is that you guys were able to receive this, and men too. I'm sorry. I know I I, my, I know my audience is women, but there probably are some men that listen to this, so. My goal is that you guys were able to receive this word and take this time to really just examine, like, who are the teachers in your life? Who is pouring to you directly and indirectly? Um, and that's really all I have for you guys. Uh, i see you guys next week. Thank you guys for listening.